Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the Pontrax survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Frugal Snobs. And now, on to the episode. Hey everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Barks to me, say hello. Hello. And if you hear any background noise, we have windows open in the studio. It's gorgeous. It's nice. So, today is Sunday, April 22nd. 2018, and welcome to episode 122 of the Frugal Podcast. Now, our topic this week will be modern inventions. Yes, yes, modern inventions. We have a lot of stuff to really talk about. We're going to keep the show relatively short, though. We went pretty long form last time, did we not? Yes, but it was WrestleMania weekend. We couldn't help ourselves. That's right, and we're gearing up for the greatest Royal Rumble ever. That's right. It's on the 27th of April from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Should be interesting. Over 50 participants in the greatest Royal Rumble, the largest Royal Rumble event of all time. It's this Friday at 12 noon Eastern. That's right, because of the time difference in Jeddah. So it should be an interesting uh, event. Again, I think it's going to be cool that it's from Saudi Arabia, so we'll see what the reaction's like from the crowd. Um, 50 participants in the Royal Rumble uh, match itself. You know, it's the interesting part, there's seven title defenses. So we're not going to make this into a WWE or sports entertainment specific podcast, but I want to mention a couple of things and then we'll move on. Um, this Rumble match, no one's really talked about what the winner gets. No. You think about that? Like, like winning's cool, but what do you get exactly. for it? Do you get a title shot? Do you get a trophy? What do you get? There are some also rumored returns, things like that. It should be an interesting event. I think it's five hours slated this Friday. Approximately, yeah. Wow. It's from noon Eastern to 5 Eastern? Yeah. Seven title defenses and the match itself. It's cool, coming from the Middle East, and if you're an investor, hopefully things will work out really, really well. So, the results from WrestleMania, NXT TakeOver, New Orleans are all in as well. I think anybody who's interested in that sort of thing, you've probably caught all the results already by this point, so we won't go into any of that. The Superstar Shake-Up is taking place. We won't go through that either. Um, so we'll go ahead and move on. But if you have not checked it out already and you still have your free month or your opportunity for your free month at the WWE Network, not a sponsor, uh, check out the Greatest Royal Rumble, or as I've heard it dubbed from Wade Keller, Better Than Mania from Saudi Arabia. That's cooler. <laughs> uh, it is this Friday, April 27th, from noon Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern on the WWE Network, exclusively and only on the WWE Network. So if you do have a membership, which I do, I will be checking it out this week. If not... It's not free for a month. Otherwise, it's $9.99. And worst case, <laughs> watch it when you get home from work. That's true, which <laughs> many people will have to do. Now, I want to move to, to the next topic, and that is this nitro I have in front of me. So it is afternoon, folks, on a Sunday, so I'm not being irresponsible, but it's my last Guinness Nitro, and it's pretty in a Pilsner. It's my last one from my St. Patrick's Day find that Christina was able to score for me. Mmm. Mmm. And how's it taste? Ah, delicious. It's cold. 2 grams protein, 158 calories, 44 IBUs. If you're interested in this particular brew, folks, we'll be sending out on YouTube the video review uh, for the Guinness Nitro this week. Yes. So, other items you can also check out on YouTube. We did release the 1937 Canadian $50 banknote. 
that is now available. That video is available on YouTube as well. We've also doubled our YouTube subscriber count. Yes! That's pretty cool. So hopefully the flash briefings are working out and the podcast is still entertaining for everybody and still informative. So thank you all for that. Check out all the videos on YouTube. Subscribe while you're there. Also hit the notification button. That helps us out. Fair? Yes. All right. So let's go to our next topic. We'll talk about freebies. Then we'll talk about Christina's new announcement. Yeah. And then we'll actually get into our topic, which is modern inventions inspired by the 1937 Bank of Canada $50 note. So, freebies, nothing really big to talk about, just a couple chibanis. Yes. Yeah, so nothing really big on the freebie front, folks. Food's expensive. Yeah. Food has become expensive. It's springtime, but it's expensive. Mm. Mm. Does it have anything to do with the wheat crop? (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) Um, But, uh, commodities inside joke, folks. We're major nerds here. But, um... Oh, man, this next was good. Uh, but really nothing really to talk about in terms of the freebie front. Uh, we did pick up some new weight gloves today. Yes. Because uh, my weight gloves are getting old. And I just needed a pair. Yes, Miss Pink Under Armour. Sorry, they were, like, cheap. <laughs> you got them for basically a 33% discount off of Amazon thanks to our local Ross store. Yes, which is actually right across the street. Yeah, well, we used to also have a really nice grocery store across the street. Uh, it's a, sh- a store chain called Shoppers here in the United States, or Shoppers Food Warehouse, for anybody who might be aware or familiar with it, but our local uh, Shoppers store is closing. Yes. Fortunately. Surprisingly. That also had a really nice drop point for us for Amazon stuff. Yes. So we're going to have to find a new place. No more anchovy. Yeah, I mean, I think, and before we get into the topic, something I was talking to Christina about, I mean, if, if you live in an area and things start to close, local businesses or chains, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. And, and it's also bad for your area because it kind of shows how healthy economically your area is. And it's uh, definitely uh, unfortunate. I mean, when I moved here from Florida, my Chinese place, my Chinese restaurant closed. Uh, my coffee shop closed. Well, <laughs> it was time to leave. Well, since you've been here, we lost the mall. Mm-hmm. They actually shut down an entire mall. Right. Minus uh, Sears. The Landmark Mall, right? Yes. Yeah. And now we're losing the well, grocery dollar store. store and stuff like that in there, too, I think. I know, oh. not now, as in our shopping center. Mm-hmm. Ah, I thought there was like also like a dollars or dollar type of store in the mall itself. No, I've not. Actually, the cops kind of warned you to stay away from that mall because it was so dangerous. Wow. So yes. Even with the closed mall, I guess with all the open space. Yeah. Eh, not good. I mean, they're looking to renovate it and turn it into something else, but still, you lost. Let's turn it into condos. They should. Indoor condos would be really nice. Yeah, and then you have you have condos there, and you have a shopping center. If it's built in that area, general vicinity, then it's like within literally like 100, 100 200 feet. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like those high-rise apartments that they have in like here in the, the D.C. metro or in any big city, like where you have like shops or like a, a mall or cleaners or services or restaurants or whatever, like in the bottom couple floors. Yeah. And then you just take the elevator, go grocery shopping, take the elevator, get a bite to eat. Be nice. Yes. But Like uh, a mini community. Pretty much, yeah, and that's why you don't really have to ever leave, but, eh, it's sad. Sad, sad, sad. Mm. But? Birds. That's, that's the economics around here. Do you hear the birds? Yes. Birds. So, <laughs> folks, if you hear any outside noise or anything, it's, it's because of traffic driving by or birds, but it's very nice today, so we're going to enjoy the weather. Yes. So, um, before we get into Christina's announcement, let's go ahead and tell a funny story. Hmm. The Friday CAC story. Oh, yeah. So... I went this past week with Christina to renew my common access card, my CAC. Anybody who's in active military service understands what a CAC is, or anybody works for the Defense Department, or any other department where you use a secure logon or secure access, you know what a common access card is. Yes. Uh, went to go pick up my uh, 
CAC, which is going to be great since I have only a six-month extension on, the, on a contract, so that means I have to do this twice this year. Ugh. Ugh. So I went to go pick up my CAC on Friday at a local National Guard station here in town. I like those guys because they're not as rigid yes. as a typical military personnel. I don't walk through like four or five checkpoints to go to the CAC issuance office. Yeah. Ridiculous. And uh, they don't disrespect me because I'm not in uniform. Per I'm not uniform personnel. So anyway, go to the National Guard station. Uh, get there for a walk-in appointment, folks. Yeah, walk-in. No appointment needed. That's right. Now supposedly they only have appointments one day a week. Now, on a Friday morning, when they open, just before 8 a.m., when they start issuing CACs, we show up. Yes. Drive in. Stop at the checkpoint there. There's a security guy who won't let us in because we didn't make an appointment for parking. Yeah. So let me get this straight. For a walk-in appointment... You have to make an appointment for parking. Well, then you might as well make an appointment then for your issuance or whatever because if you need an appointment for parking, that requires a block of time, right? Yes. Well, then so does your, your time to get your CAC issued or whatever it is you're going to be doing there. So you might as well make an appointment for both. But I handled that. Yes. It eliminates the whole concept of a walk-in appointment. Dumbest thing ever. Anyway, we got our way. We move on. <laughs> so, again, don't mess with fruit snubs. So, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. All right, so, Christina, you have an announcement. Yeah. Well, hold on one second. Take a step. Mm. <laughs> what, mm. what I've worked months and months and actually years on. Yes. So, Christina has an announcement. Yes, I do. After years of work. And if you've listened to the Flash Briefing, you've heard a bit of this. If not, go check it out. Christina has finished her books. After two and a half years, two books are ready. Imperial Legends Volumes 1 and 2. Yes. One is already on Kindle. That's right. So you can just search for Imperial Legends. You'll be able to find Volume 1. And you can go ahead and purchase this book. Now, one just quick thing, folks. Uh, also, there will be print copies available on Amazon. Yes. If you are looking for Imperial Legends on Amazon, you'll also see another author with Christina's name. Ugh. So, Yes. Who wrote a book about cats. Yeah. And it sells for like a buck. Not the same, Christina, folks. No, totally different. So search for Imperial Legends. This way we reduce any confusion. Yes. You'll be able to find the books. And you'll be able to find volumes one and two on Amazon very soon, within the week. Yes, volume one is Birth of the Kairoshino Priestess. And book two is Battle for the Kairoshino Priestess. That's right. And we, you also have the Kairoshino Chronicles also yeah. coming out as well, which is a combined volume as well. Yeah, uh, one and two. But it will only be available in print. Yes, it will not be available electronically, at least on Amazon. Right, so you will not have it digitally available on Kindle. So you will have volumes one and two, though. Volume one's already ready. Go check it out. Yes. It helps us out, and it helps out Christina. So congratulations on your books. Thank you. So really cool, really cool. So... All right, so book, free stuff, funny story. Ugh. So, folks, as I said, we had to take a break. We had to close the windows in the studio just because of all these noises. Yeah, one stupid I mean, we, we dog. Can't, we can't do anything here. Can we not in the studio? People are just loud. People are ignorant. All we hear are sirens or horns or people who don't know how to park in parking spots. They ruin our, they're just ruin our recording time for all of our listeners. Yeah. We'll fix that. It's rude. So we've folks, already fixed some of those yes, problems. Yes, we've had to splice out a little bit, folks. We said we'd take a break, but now we're back, and we had to cut out a little bit just to get rid of some of those sounds. Just people are ridiculous, and they're ignorant. Yes. What are they? Ignorant. They're ignorant. Yes. So they put the ig in ignorant. All right. So God, I'm glad I have this this nitro here. It calms me down a little bit. Mm. And we have no new banknote or coin stories at all at this point. 
Uh, it's really been a dry run. We really haven't seen anything. We've really just been busy. Yeah. I mean, really just busy. Um, since WrestleMania weekend, uh, we do have some options out on eBay right now, folks. So if you want to get out there and check those out, please do so. They were put on yesterday. That is Saturday, April 21st, 2018. So we did put a few items online. There is a tungsten ring out there. Uh, there is a liberation medal for Kuwait from Saudi Arabia out yes. there. It's pretty cool. So some nice militaria. A few coins are out there, too. A penny set. Um, a shilling coin and note. A couple of really interesting, quirky things. Um, and again, all these proceeds do help the Thrill Sense Project. Yes. Right? So go out there and check them out. We're putting on some more items throughout the week. But if you go to FrugalSnaps.com, click on the eBay Auctions link. You'll be able to see a pop-up, basically. Uh, window with all of our eBay auctions listed. So yes. Five items right now. There will be more throughout the week. I will slowly get those on. Yes. We plan on adding a few items just as a preview. We plan on adding a couple of uh, old nickels, a V-nickel, buffalo nickel set together. We also plan on offering up an Indian rupee from the 1937 series, a five rupee note, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm just not attached to it. Get those out there, and then we have a few other coins and other items. I, I think an old 1922 is also going to be going up for sale. Yeah, so a 1934 five. Yep, a 1934 five dollar silver certificate will also be going online as well. A couple of sequential bills uh, will be going online as well. So uh, really cool stuff, and just stuff that um, we either are not attached to anymore in our collection, uh, or items that we basically are moving on to other things in our collection. Yes. So we're hoping that folks, if you're collecting or looking for gifts for folks, or you know someone who collects hopefully this will help you out yes so <clears throat> excuse me really cool things there uh, go check them out uh, again go to frugalsnobs.com click on the link you'll be taken to our ebay auctions you'll find the link toward the bottom of the page yes and the nice part is if you also look at ebay and it's frugal snobs on there as well so it's an easier way to find us yeah that's a good idea yeah if you go to frugal, snob, uh, frugal snobs on ebay or yes. if you go to ebay and look for frugal snobs You'll be able to find us. Or, again, just go to frustnops.com. You'll find everything about this show, the project, everything there. Yes. Um, <coughs> pardon me. And, of course, a link to our eBay auctions as well. Um, it will help us out. And then, just as another note, folks, uh, we've been discussing different methods for getting the show out, the project out. Um, podcast Royale is still underway, so we're still working on that as well. So we are actively working on it to uh, create our podcasting network. Um, but in the same token, we're also looking at moving on to Patreon. Yes. As well. So you'll find you'll be able to get more details on that in the next episode or so. Yeah. But we'll more than likely be moving to Patreon for some of our revenue generation for the project. And Christina will also be setting up Patreon stuff for your book. Yes. So it will really definitely help us out. And again, folks, we'll be bringing more details about Christina's books, uh, about the Podcast Royale, about Patreon, and just about all of our other haberdashery in the next episode. So we're going to keep the episodes short, like I said before, so... Inspired by the 1937 $50 Canadian note, we like to talk about um, basically modern inventions. Now, we're going to break this particular podcast series into three episodes. Yeah, small, right? but it's manageable. Right. So, I mean, in this case, this week we're going to talk about the telephone, television, and radio. Yes. So, again, this is inspired by the 1937 $50 Canadian note. You'll see on the back of the note, if you check out the YouTube video, folks... Uh, there basically is a, a radio theme. You'll yes. actually see the allegory is actually the the allegory is based on on broadcasting. Yeah, basically. because as an old school microphone, mm -hmm. his scroll is a script as he's leaning over to the microphone. Yes, so it's, it's an interesting allegory, um, and I think there are other allegories as well from this series. We, we could talk about a few things. We could talk about transportation, uh, the locomotive, the steam engine. 
things like that, cotton gin, I mean, anything that, that gets us to the industrial age, right? So, but in this case, we wanted to talk about uh, the telephone, television, and radio. Yeah. So, telephone, Alexander Graham Bell, Antonio yeah. Meucci, 1876. Yes. Had it been invented 10 years, actually 15 years prior, you'd have a whole different uh, take on the Civil War. Oh, exactly. It may, it, it's an interesting thought. What would have happened if they had the telephone? Well, you know, again, telegraphs also were kind of big during that time just prior. So it's just interesting because, I mean, that leads to things like the transatlantic cable, mm -hmm. which also allows for communication between North America and Europe. And, of course, then into the cellular age, <clears throat> which I think we'll probably be putting on a future episode, one of our, our, our three-part episodes in a future episode to talk about uh, cellular communications, the internet, broadband, uh, podcasts like we have now. And without radio, we wouldn't be able to podcast like this, yeah. on-demand audio. So, telephone, um, interesting invention, near and dear to my heart, since I come from a telecommunications family. Yes. So, it's, it's interesting to see how far they've made it since then. I mean, do you remember when the phone first went wireless? Oh, or yeah, the big, Zach, the big Zach Morris, oh, the, the cordless phone. Yeah. Oh, man, those were awesome. Those were actually absolutely awesome. And then I remember, like, they always had the page button on the phone. Remember those? Yes, where's my phone? Because people would lose the receiver piece. <laughs> and the phone would ring, you know, because the base unit would ring. And then, like, you wouldn't be able to find the phone. You'd push the page button. And then beep, 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 wherever it was. Just then, like I do with my watch and my cell phone. You, no, you're a different story, okay? <laughs> Check this out, folks. And I know everybody like loses things from time to time and people have things like their tile or you know whatever it is they have to find their stuff right you christina that is you basically page your devices yes you page your watch i can't page my watch i can page my phone. i thought you page your watch from your phone no other way around what you can only page your phone from your watch yes oh that's not acceptable mm. Mm. but my happy. watch basically never leaves my wrist <laughs> but still but still you should be able to do both but, again, uh, the, the telephone moves into other things. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we were at an antique store, and looking at these candlestick phones was so cool. Then you have the rotary phone, mm -hmm. and then, of course, like you said, the cordless phone, and then the cellular phone that was a giant brick that you could throw at people. Yes. That's right, the Zach Morris phone. Yeah! That's right. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, there's an old Sprint commercial that talks about a th an anti-theft device, and I, I think the commercial goes something like... Uh, I have anti-theft on my phone. You know, these two guys are in a locker room in the commercial, and the one guy's like, you really do? Show me how. And the guy's like, try to take my phone. The other guy takes the, tries to take the phone, he pulls the phone back and smacks him in the head with it. That was awesome. Yes. So that was a very funny spring commercial. Very creative. Yes, it was. I think it aired during a Super Bowl, I think, one year. If I'm, I think so. If I'm not mistaken. It sounds like it would have. No, I laughed so hard at that commercial when I saw it. I'm like, yeah, it's something I would do. Yeah, uh, ditto that. Mm -hmm. So, the telephone. Antonio Meucci, Alexander Graham Bell. And you know, people haven't heard of Antonio Meucci. Unless you saw The Godfather, I believe, part two. There's a scene in the movie where Michael Corleone, Al Pacino, and a bunch of other guys are sitting at the table in Cuba, at a, like a board table, uh, during a meeting, and they're passing around a solid gold telephone. Hmm. Right? And they're handing over, like, telephones. Actually, take this back. This is Godfather 3. I take that back. Oh, hey, no. No, it was... No, it was... It was no. And then one of the Godfathers. It, okay, so let me get to this back. So in Godfather 2, again, I'm a guy. So in Godfather 2, they're passing around a solid gold telephone to commemorate, I think, some sort of contract that was signed between a U.S. company, phone company in Cuba. And they're passing around a solid gold telephone. Now in Godfather 3, the same telephone makes an appearance um, as part of the Meucci Award. 
which they give to Michael Corleone as Italian-American Man of the Year. It's the Meucci Award. And I remember Al Pacino asking, who's Meucci? And um, Joe Montagna, who's playing a different character in the film, uh, Joey Zaza, says, he invented the telephone one year before Alexander Graham Bell. So, yes, yes, I was mistaken. However, the gold telephone is in Godfather 2. Yes. The Meucci Award is in Godfather 3. But that's where you find out about Antonio Meucci. He is not a, a well-sung hero of the telephone. Yeah. Uh, but he is a player with respect to it. In fact, we even asked our Alexa virtual assistant this morning about the telephone, expecting Alexander Graham Bell. However, even though, again, we all expect Alexander Graham Bell to be the only inventor of the telephone, Meucci was mentioned. Yes. So, yes. First. Yes, he was. Well, he should be. It's a year before Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, remember? Yes. Thank you, Godfather Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually historically there was, accurate. There was one redeeming quality from that movie, other than the fact, I think, for the ladies, Andy Garcia was in the movie, too. So, uh, as Vincenzo Corleone. Anyway, so that is the telephone, 1876. Whew. All right. So, let us move on to Tele-vi-zi-on. So, okay, so we talked about this a little bit amongst ourselves here, but uh, we also asked our Alexa virtual assistant, who sometimes knows things and sometimes doesn't, yeah. um, about the television, and she actually couldn't give us an exact inventor of the television. It was basically many contributors. Yes. Right? So the television apparently really started to take off in terms of the television set, etc., um, and around 1926. Yes. Right? So you still have radio at that point, which we'll get to in a second, but television basically took sound and motion and put them together. Yes. Right? And I, I believe, actually, Westinghouse was also very involved with the creation of television, I do believe. Um, and, uh, of course, without with television required one thing. Electric. Yep. So you have Thomas Edison probably involved with part of that as well with Westinghouse. You... Tesla. More, yeah, Nikola Tesla, who was on my Croatian notes. Yes. Actually, my Yugoslavian builds Croatian guy. And it sucks with all the scandal now. The movie's not coming out. Yes. Because that was going to be a good it was. movie. And there was even a series, I think, on either the History Channel or Discovery Channel, one of those uh, networks, about all the modern or great inventions or yeah. the versus inventions. Yeah. And they had Edison and Nikola Tesla. And the saddest part is Edison is like credited with so many things. Right? I mean, DC current, all this other mm -hmm. good stuff. And then Nikola Tesla, who's AC current, and I don't want to move into electric from the television, but who's AC current basically uh, trumped out on DC current because with DC current, you have direct connections. That's direct yes. current, right? So yes. for you to have electricity, your line would have to come, come directly from a power station. Yes. Whereas Nikola Tesla had alternate current where you had a, a network of relays. Yes. So this way you could live far away from a power station and still have electricity. Yes. See, that was just so much better. And the saddest part is Tesla died penniless. Yeah, fighting he, all the lawsuits. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Very sad. Croatian guy, though. Everybody thinks he was Italian. No, Croatian. He's Yugoslavian. But um, very sad. Very yes. sad. But, you know, television came along 1926 or so. I mean, without television, we wouldn't see a lot of things we see today, obviously. But it was a big deal to see other things, too, like the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, I mean, it started off black and white, evolved to color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I mean, again, you have really key events. Berlin Wall coming down, the Apollo landings on the moon. Yeah. Which you can believe happened or not, depending. Your choice. I have my own opinions on the whole thing. Um, and then, of course, you know, the Kennedy assassination, things like that. 
And, um, you know, again, uh, it, it has become something completely different now. I mean, with the invention of flat screens, you know, plasma TVs. HD, and, 4K. Yeah. So now you have quality differences. You have it also now bound very tightly or heavily coupled with broadband oh. service and on-demand services. So, I mean, you can get up to an 85-inch di uh, diagonal TV screen. For what? People get them for football in for their what? man cave. For Okay, so first of all, if you're in a man cave, you're fantasizing that you can play football like that. You're not. <laughs> okay? And no offense, you're not Mr. Big Man on campus because you have a big TV. Just trust me. Trust me. Anyway, I just don't find it useful. I just don't. So, again, te television's kind of self-explanatory, so to speak. And I think in, in, in linkage to that, without... With television comes the production stuff, like yes. cameras, uh, again, digital services, and delivery content, delivery services, and things like that. I mean, you're not going to have television without really high-res cameras. Yes. Right? So, those are expensive pieces of equipment, as you know. They're expensive. Yes. What are they? They're expensive. <laughs> They're expensive. So, all right, television. We don't have television? Yes. <sighs> okay. You know, and also, before we get on our television, we're going to talk about this in a future episode, but we're going to talk about, you know, the microwave. Yes. You know, I mean, again, everybody kind of centered around the TV. Remember back in the yeah. 50s? I shouldn't say remember, because you were born in the 80s, that's why. Yeah. But, you know, the depictions of the 50s. Yes. Okay. Everybody kind of, like, got around, gathered around the TV, and, and people had TVs in their kitchens and dining rooms for that reason. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, family dinners were have never been the same since the television. They're not together to be families. They're there to watch TV. Mm -hmm. And typically it's what Dad wanted to watch. True. You know what I mean? But another invention that was directly spawned from the television, TV dinner. Yes. Which also equivocates to having a microwave. Yes. So we'll talk about microwaves and things like that also in a future episode. Without it, most college kids would starve to death. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no comment to that. Especially That's what, with... Hey, hey, ramen noodles and easy macaron. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, no, I'm just saying with the, the lack of um, care and everyone buying uh, takeout and... Convenience no, food. And, and no one to cook. No, and... need, no, no need for culinary skills. Yeah. And God forbid you're a male or a female who can actually cook a decent meal. Uh, yeah. That's considered servitude now, thanks to the millennials. Uh, yeah. That's right, I said it. That's right, I said it. If you're millennial listening to the show, you don't like it, I don't care. Um, Hit us up at frugalsnobs at gmail.com. That's right. We'll be more than happy to oblige you. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, they ruined it. They just, they just ruined it. They, they ruined, ruined everything. everything. Yes. They have, though. I mean, they take jobs for next to nothing. They don't know better because they're living with mommy and daddy. That's right. See, what happened to... Okay, so before we get into our last item, and again, I'm going to go on a little rant here. That's why people turn into the show, right? They don't care about the topics. They care about <laughs> to hear us yell. Because so, they agree with us. They do. I mean, they ruined everything. Yeah. They've ruined absolutely everything. everything. I mean, our economy is worse than it's probably been, I mean, at least from a new generation in the labor force for that exact reason. And they've ruined job markets. Of course they have. For anybody looking for work, um, you know, if you're an older professional or a seasoned professional, so to speak, mm -hmm. they'll get kids out of college for no money. Yeah. Because they can live in their parents' basement. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 If I want a family one day and actually become an adult, then I probably need to make a living. Yes. You know, and if you live in a big city like we do, things cost money. Yeah. Okay? And don't say, oh, well, I live on my own and I'm responsible. I'm like, 
Just because you're 25 doesn't make you an adult. You live in your parents' basement. Yeah. Okay? You get free rent, and all you really have to worry about is who's making dinner. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Or Ugh. what's for dinner. Yes. Hey, Mom, what's for dinner? And didn't you say, an interesting factoid, folks, we'll get to radio here in a second. That's our third modern invention on this episode. But didn't you say that millennials are going into debt over their social lives now? Yes, they are. So you mean to tell me that you are that irresponsible that you go out to a bar on Friday night, you spend a couple hundred dollars, and you can't pay for it, and you're that stupid to keep doing it? Yeah. Oh, you deserve debt then. They're brain dead. <laughs> you deserve debt then. Look, okay, so let me take a small step back. I am not saying for the top 20% of millennials that you are like the other 80%. There are some very good millennials out there that will probably make history. Yes. But they were parented well. That's the difference. True. They were parented well. Yes. So there's a very big difference between the two. So, anyway, ugh. They ruined it. Yeah, they did. They absolutely ruined it. Okay. So let's move on to radio. Yes. And this is one near and dear to us, because without radio, we wouldn't be here. Uh, exactly. I wouldn't have half the hobbies I do. But think about it this way. We talked about TV giving us things like cool moments in time. Radio, I think, has given us more moments in time. Oh, yeah. So radio has been around for since the 1880s, but really 1910 is around the time that we start to hear about and see a concept similar to what we think of as radio now. Yeah. Um, speaking of radio, before we get into that, did you know that iHeartMedia filed for bankruptcy? No. Yes, they did. I found that out this week. Wow. Yeah, we were going to actually focusing on getting onto iHeartRadio. Thank goodness we didn't. <laughs> so I was, I was surprised. So I, was, I am. Oh my gosh. Yep, because they had the iHeart Awards and all kinds of things, right? I they mean, do all these major events. Yeah, they're they're broke. So yeah. wow. Yeah. So um, that that's new and interesting. So okay. I agree. Wow. <laughs> new factoid. Um, yeah, I meant to tell you that earlier this week. Sorry, I was busy. <laughs> but I found that out also from the BBC World Service this week. Uh, actually, no, I found that out from the Wall Street Journal podcast. The uh. briefing from the Wall Street Journal. Again, without radio, we couldn't have conversations like this because there would be no podcasting, right? Yeah. I mean, and think about it this way. Radio is really what introduced the internet uh, in terms of wireless internet. Because really, wireless internet, I mean, what they didn't introduce the internet. But it did introduce a relay system that we use for the the incarnations of the internet. And for wireless. And the wireless is just basically internet broadcast over radio. Yeah, and I just found this out too. The irony between with iHeart uh, filing for bankruptcy, mm -hmm. Spotify prepares to launch its much ante anticipated listing on the New York Stock Exchange. I thought it was already done. I thought the IPO was done. Oh, the IPO is done. Yes, and now they're about, they're about ready to list. Yeah, I, I've heard about that a little bit. I was going to think about going IPO with that since I am a am a certain at a certain level with and wealth management with my brokerage firm. Anyway, <laughs> my my brokerage firm. Um, yeah, the sad part is Variety.com listed all the breakdowns for the Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection from uh, for iHeartMedia. Told you. Didn't lie. Over $20 million to one person. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I'm sad now. You know why? Your beer's empty. My nitro is gone. It was good, though. <laughs> Last beer. It was excellent. Um, but again, folks, let's go ahead and finish up radio, and then we'll go ahead and wrap the episode. Um... I mean, again, without radio, you wouldn't have certain coverage. I mean, you wouldn't have had shortwave radio for military services in World War I. Uh, you wouldn't have uh, World War II coverage. Yeah. Right in the States. You wouldn't have presidential addresses. Uh, you wouldn't have had, uh, again, the audio from the Apollo moon landing. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have any of that, that radio transmission 
with ground control. You wouldn't have any of that with mission control. or Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have modern news services even because of wire services. So, uh, to me, if you were to give me a ranking system yeah. of the, the three inventions we've talked about, I think radio comes first. I really do. Yeah. I think radio comes in terms of an impact because it's different than the telephone. Yeah. Now, the, tele- the telephone was, in fact, a precursor to all these things. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think radio probably has impacted, at least in our lifetime, our lives more so than the telephone. Yeah. Because without the radio, you wouldn't have the method for relay or transmission that you have for the internet now. Yeah. You wouldn't have Bluetooth services like you have now. Because Bluetooth is just connectivity based on radio. Yeah. Just a different, obviously, a different frequency concept. But essentially, radio started all that. Oh, yeah. Right? Same thing with television. How do you think broadcasting worked? It was based on radio. Yeah. Right? So for me, the concepts around and the creation of radio, I mean, think about it this way. What about CBs? Yeah, CB radio. For truckers and things, or ham radios. Yeah. Right? I mean, without without radios, you couldn't coordinate things. You, you couldn't talk to other people. It, it was an alternative to the telephone because the telephone services were so unique. Yes. Radios were a lot more basic. So um, I think radio impacts us more now than people realize. Yeah. More so than television. I mean, what do you listen to on the way to work? The radio. And if you're using a, a satellite radio, what do you think that still is? Radio. Exactly. Right? It's still just radio. I mean, communication networks, I think, are very heavily founded on the concepts introduced with radio. Agreed. So radio, I think, inf- I mean, again... You can think differently, but I'm just, again, opinion. Radio, then probably the telephone. Yeah. Then television. Yeah. Because television is more of a method of entertainment. Yeah. It's an electrical method. Yes. But I think radio, followed by the telephone. Yes. Yeah. Heaviest inventions that impacted us, at least. Plus, we were around for other things that were very unique back in the late 80s and early 90s. I mean... Do you remember when they thought that cell phones were, were radioactive? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're going to get canceled from a cell phone. Right, get on your aluminum helmets. That's right. And the car phone. Don't forget the car phone. Yes, my mom had a bag phone. That's he said my dad. He had, but it was a bag phone you can mount in your car and plug it into the cigarette lighter. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. yes, that's what my mom had. That's right. You plug it into the cigarette lighter. It has a cord right on it. Oh, it, yeah. And it has a little mount thing to put on the ashtray. Yeah. Or on your dashboard. Yes. And you clip it onto the thing. And, like, it lights up this, like, green color. Whatever. Yeah. That's right. And then when you dial them in, these, like, obnoxious do-do-do-do-do sounds. Yes. Yes. And then the reception was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, there was, like, next to no reception, especially with where my parents are. That's right. And then, like, when you called somebody, it was a big deal. It was like airplane phones back in the day. when Five bucks a minute. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I remember one time, I, I'll never forget this when I was a kid, in the wrap of the episode, my dad calls me from a plane. Where they had the airplane phones, and the air phones were always if you had a, if you had a, an aisle with three seats, an aisle and three seats, right, a row. Yeah. And in the middle seat, always there was the air phone, right? If you didn't sit in the middle seat on either side of that aisle, you were being very intrusive to reach over somebody to get to the air phone, right? Yes. And then the other people on your eye on your side of the aisle had to listen to your conversation. I remember my dad calls me at home when I was a teenager at one point from a business trip, using the air phone. That, that's a big deal back then, right? And he wanted to go out for Japanese food that night, right? So he's like, I think, he calls me, he's like, hey, you're not home. Answer the phone. And he waits a couple seconds. And I wasn't home. And he's like, 
Well, this call's costing me $15 a minute, so I figured to go for Japanese food. I'll be home in four hours. Bye. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, you wouldn't have what you have without the radio and the telephone, I think, more so than television. So, I mean, it's all entwined, right? I mean, it's all one, uh, one, one invention is bled from another. Yes. But I, I think, again, radio is probably the most important thing of those three inventions we talked about. Yes. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up? Yes. All right, folks. Sorry for having to take the little intermission from the podcast. But again, as we've talked about, noises abound here. Yes. Okay, you got sirens, you got helicopters, you got horns, you got people, you got animals. And then, even with the animals, even in nature, oh, yeah. we have props. Birds. We have birds, birds, woodpeckers, all these things that impede our life. We do. Okay, I'm done whining now. <laughs> right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Again, this is our first episode in our three-part series on modern inventions. Uh, check out everything that we have to offer at FruitlessNobs.com. It's probably your central hub. You can check out a list of networks for this podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you enjoy podcasts to the Fruitless podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe while you're there. Click the notification button. It helps us out. We're very proud of Christina. Again, buy the books. Go out there. Take a look for Imperial Legends for Kindle. You'll be able to pick up Volume 1 at this point. And again, we'll be releasing Volume 2 and a combined volume very soon. Yes. Okay. So check that out. And again, we'll be moving to Patreon very soon. We'll be giving everybody details as we move forward. Check out the Flash Briefing on your Alexa uh, app. Make sure you enable the skill. And hopefully we'll be able to entertain you there as well and give you details moving forward to future episodes. To speak again, folks, take care of yourselves. Never pay retail, of course, obviously. But you also have to be well. So be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.